What's up, everybody? This is Phil Rogacki. And I'm Jared Abergina. You're listening to Two Tree Guys Podcast. What's up, everybody? Phil Rogacki with another episode of Two Tree Guy Podcast. Uh, guys, thank you for listening to the show, wherever you may be in the tree, driving today. Um, this may be your first time ever listening to the show. Uh, we have some different talks on this and we bring all this to you guys. You know, um, we have what's your story episode, which you're going to hear today by a good friend of mine. Um, we're going to hear his story of how he got in the industry mentors along the way and any tips he can share with you guys. Uh, we also have our safety talks. So we bring industry individuals in to talk about safety incidents. How do we improve? How do we get better out there in our industry and really raise the bar and not have to be the most dangerous job in the world, but get it down sure. out of the top five, yeah. you know, save future lives. And then we have our gear talk. Manufacturers come in, talk about gears, new products, how to use them. What's the latest, greatest. We do a lot of comparison, what works, what doesn't work, what we like better, what we don't like. Uh, there's no rules on this show, man. If there's a product you don't like, they will tell you Bring don't it like up. it, Let's right? Let's do this. Uh, and then we have our training talks. You know, our training talks here, we talk about uh, different things in our industry of, hey, how can we be more efficient? How can we be safer? What works, what doesn't? You know, starting a job, ending a job, working with your crews, management, leadership, business. And uh, we have our full length. Uh, that's in our studio. We talk, uh, we come in, we drink beers, we have a good time. But uh, <laughs> guys, the feed of this show, um, we don't ask you to send us money, uh, but we do ask for you to share it. If there's something you got out of it today, if there's something you learned, if you laughed, if you liked it, share it. This is how we grow. This is how we get it out there. And once you share it, it goes to all your people all over and they share it. Uh, you don't know what life you could save, what you can affect somebody getting in the industry, learning a new technique and just making themselves better every single day. But uh, we have a good friend with us today. We're going to hear your story. Mr. Evan Beck, also known as Mr. Ohio. Uh, <laughs> you can ask him that story if you ever meet him. Why is he called Mr. Ohio? I don't know, but <laughs> you'll hear that. But, you know, Evan Beck is uh, from Davy Tree Expert. Um, you know, I got to watch you for shit. How long has it been? Uh, man, from teaching with Nats on the yeah. stage to running crews to, you know, all yeah. the way from the beginning. I've known you for for quite a while with the Joseph brothers yeah, out man. there in Ohio. <laughs> uh, you know, they're here today. You got to yeah. get them on the show. Oh, for sure. You definitely got to get yeah. them on the show. But yeah. we're here to hear your story, man. Yeah, man. Everybody has a story. You yeah. got an awesome story. Let's hear it. Where Thanks. are you from? Yeah. Uh, so originally from a uh, little small town, Harrison, Arkansas, outside of Fayetteville, where the University of Arkansas is at. Uh, born there, 84. I know I look like I'm 12. He uh, does, guys. He but, looks like he's 12 years but old. But I'll be, I'll be 40 in, in February. Oh, my gosh. What are you going to do for your 40th birthday? Uh, hopefully spend time with my wife and, and my, my kids, my Anything girls, planned? Man. No. no. You need to plan something. When is your birthday? February 3rd. Okay, that's coming up. You got some time to plan. Make yeah. 40 a good, do yeah. something awesome. <laughs> hopefully awesome. climb some trees yeah there you no, go nah uh, so yeah uh be 40 um grew uh born in arkansas but more or less raised in uh central ohio and columbus okay. westville area um be a buckeye fan yep love you i love uh, it's i know coming I just, it's, it's coming yeah dude that game's gonna be ridiculous right dude it's michigan coming. should be by the way 
Uh, I know I'm going to get some yeah, flack from Ohio State fans. I don't even care. Uh, Michigan looks super tough this year. They do. And I think they, they added fuel to the fire. by. They uh, won't have their coach. By put, it doesn't matter, right? You've got no. You got some motivation. So the head coach is supposed to be that that inspiration, that motivation. They've given inspiration and motivation to that team by taking him away from the sidelines. And and they've allowed other leaders in the team to step up to fill in that role. Right. You know, it's just not a one man show. It's not a one band band. Yeah. No, it doesn't make that team is not defined by their head. It's going to be awesome, man. It's going to be a hell of a game. I would love it if. They both go to the national championship somehow that would in some be way. Fucking sweet. Sorry I, if I'm cursing. No, you can curse on this show. Okay. Everybody's that in. would be freaking amazing. <laughs> right? That yeah, would be cool. It will be. But, but super looking forward to uh to next weekend. It's gonna yeah. be awesome. But anyway, okay. I digress, right? Yeah. No. But since nineteen eighty seven, been going to Ohio Stadium. Uh my mom uh retired as a nurse practitioner. Um she she worked from 1987 at Ohio State University in the okay. ER. So we've got a long history with... That is a long history. Yeah, with Ohio State. I won't say the because that's super annoying, <laughs> uh, but I love Ohio State to death. So. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. yeah. Um, graduated high school. Uh, didn't really know what I wanted to do. Started going to Ohio State. Um, had to pay for it. Uh, didn't really have a passion for much and wasn't really into... Um, trying to learn as I go, at least at that time frame, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, at the time, had a really big passion for snowboarding. Mm-hmm. Uh, had some local sponsorships uh, with a local ski shop. and so you're some, pretty good. I was good enough to get hurt all the time, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, wanted to chase after a dream, something that has stuck with me forever um, and something that my dad told me a long time ago was uh, to chase after your dreams. doesn't matter how big or small they might be, but, um, but to go after it and something that I think if you look back at his life, one thing that he, if he has any regrets, which I don't think he has, but one thing that he would like to have done was he always talked about moving to Idaho uh, when he was a kid uh, and didn't. And so the opportunity came up for me uh, to move out West. Um, so I, I did like screw it. Um, worked in a ski shop for a little bit. Uh, met some really good friends there. Mm-hmm. One of my greatest friends, Kevin, um, I thought ended up. I thought I was your greatest friend. Well, oh, yeah. you said one of. Okay. Yeah, one of. Maybe right. I'm in the yeah, not top the. Five. Oh, yeah. not the. Yeah, not the. But <laughs> not yeah, the. one of the yeah. friend. Anyway, uh, he graduated from Ohio State with a civil engineering degree. Uh, got a job in Colorado, and he's like, "Hey, man, you ever want to move out? I've got an empty room for you." And I was like, "Yeah, dude, let's do this." Um, so I told That's my weird. mom I would take the winter quarter off. Right, Ohio State was still doing quarters at the time. Uh, that turned into four years of uh, living out. I originally moved to outside of Denver, and then we both got transferred out never, to Reno Lake Tahoe. You never came back to Ohio? Oh, yeah, I oh, did. did. Yeah, yeah. For the, okay. Yeah. No, moved out to Reno Lake Tahoe, lived there for four years. But like I said, was good enough to get hurt in snowboarding all the time. So mm-hmm. I did that <laughs> um, and uh, had to get a real job so that I could get surgery. Um, so did that, had a couple surgeries. Decided that doing construction work really wasn't for me uh, and got pretty homesick as well. So I ended up moving back to Ohio. Miss mommy. I miss mom and dad. Yeah, yeah. man. Miss the cooking. You miss that. No, that's just that circle, you know. It's that's that, such a big thing. That comfort that, you yeah. know. Yeah. No, it's, it's just your circle. That's my circle. It's your and, home. Yeah. So uh, moved back home, went back to school, um, 
my dad was a fireman. He retired as a captain, had 34 years in the service. Um, and when I thought about doing something full-time or something in the career, like wanted to want to do with my life, uh, being some sort of service environment, that was mm-hmm. always super big. And so it just, it felt natural to go back into. Have you always had that mindset of like serving? I mean, going always. into the service space, you yeah. know, serving, helping. Yeah. It, uh, Were you always the son around natural. the house that picked up everything and helped mom? And no, <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, so my a little bit more into my background, I have a twin sister. Okay. Uh, love her to death. She's an incredible person, an incredibly strong woman. But uh, she and I are not the same. Who's the nicer twin? Uh, I am definitely the nicer twin. Gotcha. Uh, Who's the smarter was, twin? I am the, well, I don't this is going to get out to her. So it's got competition, right? Yeah. So I'll, I'll say that I'm the smarter. Right. Who's the more, th- more athletic twin. Uh, she is for sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. She's a beast. Yeah. Um, but she, when we were growing up, she was the loud one. Right. Uh-huh. So all I had to do was keep my mouth shut and I would learn what not to do. And oh, she would set the smart. example. Who's so. older. Uh, I am by one minute. One minute. Yeah. Man, your mom was a boop, boop. Yeah. It was C-section. So oh, okay. we were twins. Okay. Yeah. Uh, always get asked, is it identical or fraternal? Just FYI, if you are male and female, you cannot be identical. That's not how this <laughs> that's works. That's your tip for everybody that's yeah, listening. There you go, tip okay. of the day. Right. You're a man and you're a woman and you're a twin. You cannot be identical. <laughs> okay. If you ask the question, it's okay. <laughs> I totally get it. But, yeah. So, um, yeah, moved back home. Uh, well, yeah, going into service, right? So my mom, uh, a nurse for a number of years. Uh, nurse practitioner is what she retired as. She worked in the James Cancer Center. Just an incredible servant to our community and to uh, medicine at large. Um, my dad being a fireman, firefighter, paramedic, um, huge honor to be in that role, right? And to serve your community, to show up in people's lives at their worst and try your best to make it a better day. Like there's nothing more gratifying than that. So is that a quote? I no, mean, that, no, that was right off that, the hip though. Write that down. Write okay, that we got down. it. That, yeah, that's Pat good. Matt. That gave yeah, me the chills, man. <laughs> You're at your worst, you know. We're yeah, we're here to make it better. Wow, or do our best to make it better. Yeah. So, but the other uh, the other saying that I have within the fire service was, I am dumb enough to run in a burning building, even when rats are smart enough to run out. So, I like it's, that one it's too. Both sides of the I like spectrum, that one right? too. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, it just felt natural uh, to go to want to be in the fire service. So I uh, went back to school, uh, got my firefighter one and two card. Um, uh, was your dad happy to see you get in that? Yeah. Kind of take. Yeah. You know, I mean, you always like a, as a father steps, and even yeah. as, I, as I am a father now, like you feel pride in when your own kids take up after what you do without yeah. being prompted to do that. There's yeah. a certain level of pride for that, for sure. It is. But I think more than anything, my parents just wanted me to be happy and to find out who I was. Yeah. Um, and they, I think they were like, or I think they are yeah. like, that's not a past tense, right? They're not, they're, they're still alive. Um, yeah. they're wonderful people. So yeah, they were, they, dad was happy with that. Good. Um, got into fire service, started playing the game, uh, took i think i applied for the city of columbus uh seven times took the test seven times um and then just started getting around uh doing uh part-time gigs so for those of you that are unaware within the fire service generally speaking at least in the midwest 
Uh, you have your very large cities um, that have the funding, they have uh, the resources to pay for you to go through and do their own schooling. So they, all you have to do is take an entrance exam, you fit or you place high enough, then you get into these So it's all based on score. Yep, it's all based on score. Um, with a lot of the municipalities, the smaller uh, townships and whatnot, um, they don't have that funding. So oftentimes in order to actually get a job, you have to have certain credentials to even apply. Okay. Um, so did both routes, right? Took the tests for the big city departments, um, went and got certifications. Uh, so firefighter one, two, paramedic, uh, rescue tech, all that kind of stuff. Went that route, uh, started working for a couple uh, fire departments part-time, and then was also working in the ER as a paramedic part-time. Um, so at the time, I had three jobs. Um, none of them paid anything, um, and I needed a fourth job, right? So trying to find a place, <laughs> yeah, trying to find a place that uh, I could work all these schedules. So in the fire service, you would work every third day. As a part-time member, you work every sixth. But because I was working for two different departments, I was working every third day for opposing departments. Gotcha. And then I would work in the ER on whatever shift I wasn't working in the fire service. Tried to find a job where I could work that extra day uh, and then happened to come upon uh, Dave and Michael Joseph. Um, Where'd you come on? Just so I, we met through mutual friends. I met a, a good friend of mine, one of my other best friends, Nate Dunmoyer, um, just through mutual friends in the hospital. Yeah. Uh, and then through Nate met Michael or met Dave at first. We had like we were affectionately a band. We would play um, I, what's what's the Guitar Hero? We would play that goofy ass thing. Yeah, we'd all go over Nate and, and Dave's house and just play rock band or whatever it was. <laughs> uh, and then uh, met Michael and more or less convinced them that I can come work for them because at the time they had they owned their own. Uh, what service. they were playing rock band too. Yeah, Dave was. Michael yeah. was not. Yeah. No? No, Michael was not. Michael was never that guy. Like, yeah, Dave was, a, well, it was his house. It was oh. his house. Oh, okay, okay. It was Dave and Nate's house. So gotcha. We so you guys became play. friends. Yeah. Became great friends. Um, what, they didn't want to hire you right away? Nah, man. They were just dumb firemen. Yeah. they like. I mean, they when had I first the, met them, was oh, here. Well, at the, yeah. And they but had that no wasn't, idea. That oh, wasn't the crew that we started out with. So at the time, it was very much like part-time gig um do like what you like with the fire service you yeah. you work 24 hours on you're off 48 so it was awesome and for dave and michael they wanted to do something outdoors uh loved rock climbing uh yeah. had their own lawn care service when they lived in pittsburgh in high school and they're like we don't want to do lawn care anymore we really like rock climbing what mm -hmm. can we do to kind of combine this i know we'll do tree work and so that's how and they, they just get their figured started, it out man. yeah and at the time, it was just uh, it was the two of them, and then a couple other uh, guys that would kind of help out part time, and um, more or less convince them, "Hey, man, like, I need more money. I, I would love to come work for you guys. Uh, yeah. I love who you are as people. Like, let me come." And we did. That's how it started. So then up. you quit everything else you were doing and nope, start just quit the fire service. So fire the, service. The, the goal long term was to definitely do uh, be a fireman, be a firefighter gotcha. paramedic. Um, so when I started working with the Josephs, we started picking up, getting more and more business. That's when I walked away from being a medic in the ER. Right? How'd that feel when you had to make that decision? Because, I mean, you have two passions kind of, you know, you, you yeah. have fire department, EMT, helping people out. And then yeah. you got taking care of trees, which was something that you just wanted to fill in and oh, need a fourth job. I had no idea what this industry so what, was. So what, 
what really kind of attracted you or hooked you to where you're like, I'm going to make a switch. Oh, it was a hundred percent. It was Dave and Michael. Gotcha. The, I would not be here where I am today without Dave and Michael. I, I owe so much to them. Yeah. Um, for just giving me an opportunity. And that I like at the end of this talk, that's really what this is about. This industry provides so many avenues for incredible people. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, I want to bring as many good people into our industry and help make it better, help steer it, help drive it. Um, Mm -hmm. Like you said, not just make it less dangerous, Mm -hmm. but really provide an incredible atmosphere to people to do our line of work, whether people recognize Mm -hmm. it or not. This is one, in my opinion, this is the one of the it's, it's a it's a it's an artwork right Mm -hmm. it's you're combining physical stress being that industrial athlete along with understanding physics understanding friction Mm -hmm. understanding organate or or organic structures Mm -hmm. right it takes an incredible amount of brain power in order to do this work and to do it It successfully not just safely but the world doesn't know about it really does not yeah right and so that's 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 our fault as a, as an industry, no, it's our responsibility to make it better. Yeah, right? it's not our fault, because mm-hmm. then you're taking, you're allowing yourself to have blame. But when you take ownership in that, saying, "All right, you know, this is what we've got. Mm-hmm. Let's make it better." Yeah, I yeah. agree. And with you, that. you do that amazingly, well, sir. So I still, I still take fault that I'm not loud enough, and it's all right. I'm not screaming enough. I'm putting not, this podcast out everywhere, but I want to add that. But, but yet, this, yet. I, I got you on the show. I mean, this is where it freaking goes viral. I've been waiting for you. And see, I'm like, this is going to boost. Three years it took me to get him on the show. Yeah. Well, it's, it's an honor Your to be here, Your face is turning friend. a little red, man. Because yeah, like, <laughs> you know it's true. Yeah. So getting in the industry, yeah. really learning. Tell me about some yeah. of the ups and downs and everything you went through. Yeah. So and uh, kind to, of where you're at now. So that was like getting into this industry. That was back in 2010. Uh, flash forward to 2014 was really when I made an emotion at the time it was an emotional decision, but I feel like it was the best decision I've ever made was to step away from the fire service um, and to really take tree work on full time. So that was when I started working for David Michael full time. Mm-hmm. And we really started like hammering down. You right? guys blew up that company. Yep. Uh, really when I did. started, I think the first year we did work, it was 220,000 or so dollars in total revenue. Um, that was 2010. I left there in 2020 and we were, uh, I think right around 2 million nice. or so, two and a half. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Mostly so, all residential, but you guys started getting into the commercial. multifamily commercial yep. Yep. part of Thanks it. Thanks to you. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks to you and Jeremy. There's, there's, there's yeah, a lot we'll of it get out there, there too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 So, um, incredibly proud of that, uh, the things that we built and, and that company's still around, yeah. uh, David Michael's still here and I've still met some of the people that. We're actually there when I left. Uh, it's really yeah, cool good. to run into them, good. too. And they're wonderful humans. So, yeah, uh, 2014, stepped away. Uh, 2016, now we're getting he- super heavy in ISA conventions, TCIA Expo. Uh, that was really when I started getting into the uh, tree climbing championships. Started and competing. Going, yeah. Were you and scared the first time? Wild. Were you nervous? Did you? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, everybody has that. Once you got through it, it you learn so much from those shows. You know, I, I encourage everybody. If you're thinking about doing, just do it. One, yeah. There's no so for me for my for my journey, and if you can, if I can think back to one singular thing that helped propel my trajectory forward, 
uh, and to really hopefully become a leader in this industry, I, I attribute a lot of that to the tree climbing championships. Yeah. Being nervous, for sure. Being hesitant, wondering if you're good enough, all of those things, they all melt away in about five minutes when you get to your first comp and you realize like, this is, this is a pack. <laughs> And these people that come to these competitions, we've all drank the Kool-Aid. We are all basically in a cult of growing this industry and making it better. Yeah. And there is, if you want to be involved with a group of individuals that really want to make this industry better, it's a pretty damn good yeah, cult it is. to be in. So, it's it's, it's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that was 2016. Uh, then I met uh, a good friend of mine, another pillar in my life, uh, Rick Denbo. Mm-hmm. Uh, introduced me to Nat or North American Tree, uh, North American Training Solutions, and mm-hmm. then meeting Ed Carpenter as well. Yeah, uh, getting involved with them—that was really what uh, propelled like my journey in towards training, like getting into AP. the training realm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so work with those guys. Tony Trestle's another one, man. That that guy, just a wonderful human being. I remember, I still remember vividly to this date, and I hope he doesn't get mad at me. I, I know he won't, but. He would always wear a pin uh, that would say, I used to be a people person, but people ruined it for me. <laughs> uh, but Tony, if you know Tony at all, he's one of the best. Uh-huh. Is he here at the show? Warmest humans ever. I'm not sure. Okay. I hope he is. All right. All right. Uh, but I'm not 100%. When's the last sure. time you texted him and told him you appreciate him? Uh, a couple months ago. Okay, good. Yeah. good. So it's always important to do that. Uh, you never know when the last conversation you're right. is going to be. You're right. You know? I appreciate Especially that. if somebody in your life that, that was an influence to you, helped you yeah. out. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So this is my way of, of, of not doing that as much as I should. So Tony, if you're out there listening, man, I really appreciate you. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Thank you for that. Um, yeah. Nats was the next one, next step in my journey. Uh, and then 2020, 21 COVID was wild, right? For whatever it is, it changed a lot of things. Um, and, but at the time, like, realized that I, I wanted to do more. I, I wanted to have a bigger presence within this industry and I wanted to affect more people. And uh, as much as I love Dave and Michael and they will always hold a special place in my heart, um, I, I wanted something else. And so I made the de- extremely difficult decision uh, to tell them that I was moving on. Uh, and 2020, I ended up taking a spot uh, with Right Tree Service. Mm-hmm. Uh, working as a safety supervisor there. So within that world, it's uh, the utility world, right? So it's a totally different world than yeah. what I more or less cut my teeth on, which is residential, commercial, yeah. arboriculture. Um, but man, what a, an incredible team uh, headed by Wes Gilgis. So another huge pillar. If anybody out here is, is looking to just be mind blown by the amount of information one human can hold yeah have a conversation with that man okay <laughs> like i it does like every time i talk to him i'm like how or why do you have this much information in your head and where like where i do you feel hold like it? i yeah i feel like i have to store it in my leg somewhere but he's really? got it yeah it's oh it, man he's fascinating that's uh, cool uh yeah uh, him and Warren and PK and Christian Michael Schultz, man. Also, all of us came from Nats, ended up going over to Wright. You guys, you guys were traveling around the country, going yeah. different places, helping out yeah. Wright, really. Yep. 
raise yeah. the bar. Yeah, Right Tree Service. If for those of you that don't know, is the second largest uh, utility line clearance company in in North America. I did not know operations that. in Canada, United States, and Puerto Rico. Located in Iowa, right? Uh, headquarters is yeah. in, in Des Moines, yeah. Iowa. Yeah. yeah, you know, being good friends with RDO and yeah. uh, being out the Vermeer yeah. factory and yeah. getting to know them more. I mean, rights right down the street from them, and they yeah. said, "Good dudes." Yeah, just all yeah, around wonderful good guys. I've beings. never met a lot of people from sure. right, uh, but that's all I've ever heard was good things for yeah. them. Even at the top down, like, yeah. and and I think, in organizationally, right, you've got to have somebody at the top. That's mm-hmm. really wanting to drive these things, and, and they've got it there. Um, Good. Wonderful people. Um, worked for Right Tree Service a couple a couple years. I think it was a little over two. Um, and really, the, the only thing that really drove me away from it uh, was the fact that their headquarters is in Des Moines, Iowa, and my wife and I live in Northwest Ohio. It's going to be really hard for us to move anywhere. She and I know that to Jen's go not Iowa. going to move to Iowa. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, and going back to that whole feeling of, of wanting to be this instrument of change, of wanting to affect the people that got saw, uh, sawdust yeah. in their pockets, right? As uh, another great friend and, and mentor of mine, Don Rapolo, would say, mm-hmm. um, I, I, wanted to, I wanted to get to a corporate office or I have the goal of getting to a corporate office somewhere and... and, yeah. and effectively help drive change and affect the people that are doing the work because i really really love doing this work and that's good as a trainer uh i still get to go out and do the work still gonna be a it's an awesome role an awesome position to have yeah you know in that and then yeah. how, how'd you get over to davy yeah so davy has always uh been a big part of my life <laughs> um but I mean, in 2000 yeah, in ohio I mean, yeah it's it's there and, and uh it only makes sense. for me I actually have uh, very close ties to, to some folks at the top. Um, I won't say their names because I don't want that to be the reason why I'm here. Yeah. Or that's the reason for me to be the reason that I got the position that I'm in. Yeah. Right. Um, but he holds an incredibly special place in my heart. He, know who he, he knows who he is. But uh, for Davey, uh, I actually took an interview in 2018. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be a skills trainer uh, at the unfortunately at the time there were no positions available in the area so we would have had to have moved and Jen and I just had our second child and just didn't want to so yeah didn't no big Makes deal sense. right yeah of course uh, but this position came available that I'm in now which is a skills trainer for the utility side so it's the first skills trainer or somebody that has a skills training capacity for Eastern Utility. So you're number one. Number one. First one. Yeah. Good. For Davey. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Which is. Uh, You've been out to California doing yeah. some talks and yeah, working yeah. with them. Yeah, yeah. It was exciting to see you come out there. Yeah. We, we had lunch in uh, yeah, in Tahoe. Truckee. Yeah, yeah dude. Cool. Yeah. My, it's old I stomping like, grounds. What the heck? Dude. You're here? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, so, sweet. yeah, I texted Phil. We were out in, in August. It was out in yeah. California hanging out with some of those cats in, in, in Davey. And I know Phil. So I was like, hey, man. What are you doing? <laughs> He's like, uh, I'm in Truckee where I live. I'm like, that's cool. I'm driving through. You want to get lunch? Yes, absolutely. So, I'm yeah. like, sweet. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. Uh, so yeah, um, it's a it's an incredible honor. A uh, lot of responsibility. Uh, not sure that I have earned that right, yeah. but I'm gonna do my best to to turn to earn it every day and, and to really help drive change um, for this incredible Good. company. So what's, what's the future hold for you? Where, where do you see the industry and yourself and where do you want to go? 
Man, um, like anything else, uh, going back to one of the bigger reasons why I chose to leave the fire service uh, has nothing to do with what the fire service represents. Um, it's just at the time, wasn't given an opportunity and made an emotional decision to leave. And because of people like Dave and Michael giving me this opportunity to find this place, like I feel like I owe that to so many other people, right? And I want to bring more like-minded individuals into this career path. And yeah. arboriculture should not be a place to come when you don't know what else to do, right? Or, or have, have broken ties anywhere else or just don't have anywhere else to go to find work. Like, I feel like that's kind of the vibe or it's been the vibe for a long time. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just something that you do when you can't option. do anything yeah. else. Yeah. And uh, if that's where you're at in your life, that's okay, right? People make mistakes. And I'm super happy to give those types of people the opportunity. And this, this workforce is great because of that. But the, at the same time, I want to shed light on how incredible this line of work is and what it can provide for our people. I agree. And anything that I can do to do that and to bring more voices to that, like, awesome. That's yeah. awesome. So, you know, the people listening to this and hearing your story, yeah. how do they how do they find you? On Instagram, where, where are you at? Yeah. You know, if they have questions. I, I, I suck at social media, probably by choice, but also because it's just, I'm not, I try not to, uh -huh. delve too much into it it's a, it's always a balance a, a great friend of mine nicole benjamin just gave a great talk this morning um mind you like i think i will be remiss if i didn't talk about all the incredible women that are in our industry too mm -hmm. like i know i just named a bunch of men and i apologize for that but like other people in our industry like a maria Trangooch, like a mm -hmm. krista stratting like a nicole like incredible humans and they are badasses in the tree right they will mop the floor with me any day <laughs> um but they're all incredible pillars in our yeah. industry too absolutely absolutely um but uh nicole talked about it like having that good balance between um finding the good and what social media can provide and trying to stick you away reach from a lot the of people out crap. there yeah you can reach a lot of people so uh, for now, uh, Treebeck84. Well, okay. There you guys Instagram. go. Tag Is him it? in something. Message I him. I don't have book face. Sorry. If, if you guys have questions about, you know, training or safety, you yeah. know, reach out to him. And, yeah. You know, they go on his Instagram and stuff like that. And it's important. It's a, yeah. This is how every how we communicate in the world. Yeah. How do we get a hold of anybody? It's through Facebook, yeah. Instagram, TikTok, all that stuff that's out there. So, yeah. you know, leverage the technology that you have yep. to, to reach the people. I want to real quick, as I know we're out of time, but I wanted to also just tell the folks about and how incredible Phil Regacki is and what he meant to me. Right? <laughs> I appreciate it, man. So this never with, happens. I didn't even tell him to do this, so I, I don't know it's what not, he's going to say here. It's all good. But uh, 2014 or 2015, yeah, maybe that was uh, a plus tree service at the time. Right? Yeah. Phil, a one Phil Regacki and Jeremy Tibbetts show up in Columbus, Ohio. It's like January. Uh, 22 degrees outside uh, and uh joseph uh joseph tree was one of the first customers the that, first. A, that a plus had for arbor plus mm -hmm. and uh that's where you and i's journey met yep uh, yeah and then just being around you and jeremy was also one of those moments where i was like man there's so much more that we can do and like 
I, for one, am so... I just want to tell you that Jeremy would be proud of what you're doing. Thanks, man. That yeah. that means a lot. You yeah. know, I think about that dude all the time. Me too. And, uh, and I think I he would be that. proud of what we're both doing, but he'd it be, doesn't get He'd it be proud and he would be, he would be jealous and mad because he sure. doesn't get to do that right <laughs> now. But yeah. he's in, you know, he's uh, heaven, you he's know, there, thinking man. of everything else, but yeah. probably not tree works but uh he was definitely the he always wanted to be a part of something cool and seeing this kind of stuff he wish he was here right now and i wish he was here you know he's not here physically but i know he's here with us yeah and i know he's proud of you absolutely i appreciate man that that means a lot and uh i thank you for sharing your story Uh, um you know we've 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 been you know many years yeah. didn't know each other yeah. used to stick stickers on your back you got one on there you don't even know <laughs> I'm it sure yet. i do uh, i don't even look at this point i know every time i talk to <laughs> phil there's a freaking sticker on my back no but i appreciate you coming on the show sharing yeah, your man. story and you know uh continue to do what you're doing man Thanks, bro. and keep putting it out there you you don't see the fruit until yeah. later down the road yeah. you know i mean hearing what you just said uh you know never knew it would come to that, you know, yeah. as many years of us talking and hanging out and having yeah. such a nice compliment like that. I, I, yeah. I hope that I can inspire other people and give as much as I possibly give yeah. to change your life and make a better life. But guys, yeah. if you're listening to this out here today, um, share the show, man. If you yeah. got something and it meant something to you, that's all I ask. Tag us, tag Evan, uh, put it out there to the world uh, and share it out there. So, you know, I appreciate you being on the show. I uh, appreciate everybody listening. And uh, remember uh, to continue to elevate the standard of our industry through safety, training, and innovation. Until next time, we'll see you guys. Thank you.